What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is episode 66 of the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together, earning money, living that travel lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on your the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. In this episode, we are joined by Stephen and Devin of Creative Travel Couples. They moved on from school and work to travel the world together for two years while working on an, creating an online community for travel couples on their Instagram account, at Creative Travel Couples. They work to build this audience and are now working on launching their own physical product-based business for travel couples called Robins. We talk with them about all of this and so much more. So without further ado, here's our interview with Stephen and Devin. Today we are joined by Stephen and Devin. They moved on from their lives back home to travel the world and founded the Instagram accounts at Travel Couples, that's without the E in travel, and Creative Travel Couples. And they will soon be launching their own line of products for travel couples at Rovence.com. That's R-O-V-E-N-C-E.com. You can follow them online on Instagram at Barnadrift. That's B-A-R-N-A-D-R-I-F-T. And Devstination. That's D-E-V-S-T-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. That's Destination is changing it to uh, Devstination. Hello, Stephen and Devin. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. We're excited. Yeah, we're very excited. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's just get started to get to know a little bit about the two of you a little bit more. Can you give our audience a little bit of a background about how you two started traveling, maybe how you two met? Yeah, so um, we actually met while we were in college. Uh, we went to Florida State University, which is up in Tallahassee. Uh, and we met, I believe... Sophomore year. Sophomore year. <laughs> Um, and we kind of graduated together and then decided to move out to Kansas city, um, where I was going to medical school and then Devin was working. Uh, and then about two years into medical school, I kind of decided I wanted to leave and pursue a different path. Uh, and I convinced Devin to quit her job and then we bought a one-way plane ticket to New Zealand. And then it kind of just turned like into a, a two year basically trip around the world. Amazing. So where did this kind of love of travel come from? Uh, Devin, did, did Stephen have to convince you too much to get out there and just travel the world with him? Or how did this how did this influence of travel start in the two of your lives? No, he definitely didn't. It didn't take much convincing. Um, I don't know. I had always wanted to travel a lot. I think it's because growing up, I really loved to read. So there are a lot of places in the world that I wanted to see. So um, what he didn't mention is that when we graduated college, we actually took a, I think it was three week backpacking trip across Europe. Um, and we really loved that experience. And we only got to go to a few different cities. So then, um, you know, a few years later, when he was talking about taking this world trip, we realized that there were so many other places we wanted to see together. Um, and even though we had both done a little bit of travel growing up, we there were so many places left to see that we just decided to hit the road. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, where did where have your travels kind of taken you so far together? Like what what continents have you seen? What countries have really stand out to you? So we basically on our full long two-year trip we like Stephen said flew to New Zealand and we started there um, we made our way over to Australia and then we made our way through Asia um, flew over to Europe and made our way through Europe before coming back to the States and then since then we've just been kind of traveling to different places kind of all throughout the world um, so we've I think together we visited is it 30 countries Stephen's been to 30 countries I think I'm just a few short of him and um, I think the hardest question we get asked is where our favorite place has been, um, because I'm the kind of person that I think every time we get to a new country, I'm like, this is amazing. This is my favorite place. But one of the most consistent answers that we both have is Japan. 
um, because that really sort of exceeded our expectations and was just so different. Um, and we just loved the country. We loved the food. We loved just getting to be there uh, in the spring during cherry blossom season. So it's just kind of a beautiful, beautiful place that we keep going back to. Absolutely. Yeah, Japan really sticks in our mind as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get into talking more about the travels with the two of you. And getting into this, I like to ask our guests a simple two-word question. It's a simple question, but for so many couples, it has such a complex response. And that is, why travel? I mean, for me, it's it's basically freedom It would be my one-word answer. Um, there's just something about going to a new place where you have no idea what's going on, and then you kind of just immerse yourself uh, in these experiences. And Devin and I together especially we kind of we don't plan that much when we go to a new country we kind of just wing a lot of it Uh, and i think that makes our experiences a lot better because we don't really have these huge expectations we don't like to go to a lot of you know like well-known tourist locations we kind of try to just take it in as we're going uh, and just kind of the freedom of being able to go wherever you want whenever you want is what we love about it i mean it's what i love about it so do you have a two-word answer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can top that. Um, I don't. Like I said, I think I love to travel because growing up, I loved to read. Um, so there were just so many places in the world that I got to experience through books that I wanted to see in person. Um, and then I think I love it now because now that I've gotten to do it, it just kind of exceeded everywhere I go, exceeds my expectations in every way. I think that I love to travel so much that I even enjoy the moments that are hard um, and that's one of the reasons that like I'm always ready to go to a new place. Awesome. Yeah, and that open-mindedness, you know, having the freedom and just understanding that even the difficult times are going to be so much better than perhaps the most difficult times that you have back at home working a 9 to 5 or in some other sort of lifestyle for sure. Mm-hmm. So, where were the two of you last? Where are you right now? And then where are you going to travel to next? So, the last place we were in uh, was actually Hong Kong. We were there about a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, right before, you know, all the political stuff happened. Uh, and we are currently in the USA, and then we are heading to France um, in about a week and a half, two more weeks. Mm-hmm. So we kind of use, uh, you know, America as our home base now, where we have an apartment, and then we kind of just branch out and go into, you know, Europe and Asia whenever we have the chance. Nice, nice. And have you guys been to France before? Will this be your first time going? We have. And Devin actually, she doesn't like to say it, but she speaks pretty fluent French, which is, in my opinion, one of the most helpful languages to know. Um, and it's been it's been very convenient when we're traveling around. And then uh, and then Hong Kong, when you guys went, have you had you guys been there before? Was this your first time going to Hong Kong? This was it was what our third or fourth time? Yes. Yeah, Hong Kong's actually one of my favorite places in the world. Um, and since we're you know kind of starting up our, our business, we do a lot of um, work in Hong Kong and China. So we've been going over there as much as we can. Gotcha. So Hong Kong is, I mean, it's a relatively a, a very small place, but I mean, seeing the photos from there, seeing the videos, there's just so much to do there. Can you give our audience like a, a small uh, little rundown or maybe something that they need to do when they're in Hong Kong, something that they just can't miss when they visit there? I think um, the thing that everyone should do in Hong Kong is hiking which is not really the first thing that people think of when they think of Hong Kong because it really is such an amazing city. But um, one of the things I love about Hong Kong is that even though it's this huge city with all these skyscrapers, all the mountains are right near it, and there are a lot of beautiful hikes that you can do where you really get great looks over the city and over all the skyscrapers. So that was kind of the most unexpected thing that I loved about Hong Kong. Definitely, yeah. Just seeing the photos from all the hiking that you can do there – Definitely stands out for sure. And now I want to get into some experiences that the two of you have had when traveling together. We've all had these these ups, these downs, these awkward, hilarious travel experiences when on the road. So I want to get into some of these with you, starting lightly first with... What has been the most rewarding travel experience together? Maybe that experience that really opened up your eyes to traveling as a couple or 
maybe a local that you met that really opened up your your heart to uh you know interacting with the locals from everywhere you go do you have any experiences like these i mean the the place that blew me away was mont saint michel in um in france because i literally had no expectations i didn't even know it existed um and we were kind of just on a, a road trip through like the normandy side of france um and I mean, that entire experience was awesome because, like I said, a lot of people um, in kind of the outskirts of, you know, France don't speak any English whatsoever. Uh, so we actually stayed at an Airbnb with um, a local guy, and it was hilarious to watch him and Devin try to kind of, you know, converse uh, and just meeting him. And then we were like a five minute drive from Mont St. Michel, which is one of my favorite places now uh, in the world. Just that entire experience was just, you know, amazing. Yeah, I think that um, for me, in terms of rewarding, I pretty much enjoy every single travel experience we've ever had. Um, I just love to travel, so I'm always happy when we're on the road. But um, in terms of rewarding, I think that traveling is when I'm most inspired. Um, And like I said, I like to read a lot and um, I like to write. So while we were traveling, I started trying to write a book, which I'm still in the attempt of. I'm and I think just that process of being inspired, um, I think I first got the idea of when we were in Shanghai, and then I really started to write it when we were in France, like Stephen was talking about, around Mont Saint-Michel. Um, so that was kind of fulfilling for me to find inspiration everywhere we were going. Amazing. Is this going to be a nonfiction book based on travel, or what, like what's going into this book? So it's a fiction book. So it is um, it is inspired by our travels, but it's not about our life at all. It's a fiction story. So it's been um, a really interesting process to attempt to write a novel. I had never done that before, although I um, got my degree in creative writing when I was in college. I only wrote short stories. So it's been really interesting to try to shape such a long form narrative. Very cool. We'll definitely be looking out for that for sure. (laughs) Thank you. Now, I want to turn this into a different direction. You know, travel brings you out of your comfort zone for sure. And these either end up in really good experiences or they end up in maybe not so good experiences, but maybe you can look back on them and laugh. So I want to get into some of these experiences with you, starting with what has been the most awkward, embarrassing or hilarious travel experience out on the road. You want to tell us one? Are you thinking about France? Uh Okay. All right. So I definitely think one of our um, more embarrassing, I guess I would say, or kind of funny to look back on travel experiences was when we were in France. And um, Stephen and I aren't used to toll roads that you kind of take a ticket when you get on the toll road. And when you get off, you have to put the ticket in. Um, In the States, you just pay the tolls as you go. So we were driving in France. Um, We were on a huge road trip. And we got to one part where there's all these different lanes and you had to choose if you're going to go in the cash lane or if you're going to go in like the, I don't know, card lane. And um, we ended up in one of them where we put our ticket in. We did have our ticket. We put it in. And then we realized, I think, that we were in the wrong lane and we had no idea how to pay it. Um, and Stephen was saying that he thinks I'm fluent in French. I'm not. I can get by most of the time. But um, when we clicked the call help button, the the lady on the end who was doing the customer service could not understand me at all. She couldn't understand your numbers. She couldn't understand my numbers. Apparently, I don't say the numbers very well. So she couldn't understand the numbers when we were trying to give her our ticket. We didn't know what was happening. Um, Basically, over the course of like 10 minutes, Stephen was getting really flustered because all these cars were backing up behind us. We basically backed up the French highway and... By the end of it, we had to pull a very dangerous maneuver where we backed up and we had to completely just sort of cross the toll road and get in different lanes. And I think we slowed down traffic for like half an hour. So Yeah, there's like 100 cars backed up behind us honking and screaming at us. Yeah, it was one of those experiences where when you're in it, you're just you just completely don't know what to do. And we were so flustered and, you know, everything's in French. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't want to cause a cause a crash. But, you know, after you got through it. We kind of always laugh about it now. Gotcha, gotcha. One of those experiences that when you're in the moment, you can't wait for it to end. For <laughs> exactly, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, what about a really bad experience? Have you two had uh, a, like a really bad travel experience that um, you know maybe you moved on from it uh, and you can look back on it and laugh? But an experience that kind of made you tr- work together to kind of get past it, so that you guys can continue to enjoy your travel experiences together. 
So I think the worst experience we ever had was about a year ago, we were in Bali and uh, Devin had, Devin was about to go to bed and then she started getting really itchy. Um, and since I was in medical school for two years, I kind of knew what was going on. Um, and she actually went into anaphylactic shock. She had like a really bad allergic reaction. Um, so kind of long story short, we had to rush her to the hospital. She almost died. Um, they had to do chest compressions. She was in the ICU for like five days. Uh, it was a very not good experience, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, it was so bad. So then we actually decided to fly home, like right when she got out of the hospital and we came back to the States, um, where we kind of stayed for a little bit just because that experience was so crazy. Uh, but yeah, that entire experience of being in Bali and we didn't have a car. So I had to, it was three in the morning. I had to run around knocking random, uh, you know, people's doors. And one of the, um, we were staying in an Airbnb and one of our hosts came out and he hopped on a motorcycle, got someone else. They picked us up in a car. It was just, it was not good. Uh, but, right, right. but we made it out of that. Yeah. But I think though, even that was like Steven said, our worst travel experiences, there were still a lot of positive parts of it. I mean, obviously I did not enjoy being in the hospital or um, all the health complications that I had, but like Steven said, like the locals were so helpful to us. I mean, our hosts were amazing that night. Um, they went out of their way to get me to the hospital. Yeah, we, I, didn't, I didn't have any money on me and our host actually paid for the hospital bill at the first hospital because right. they wouldn't wow. transfer her. Yeah. Which is awesome because yeah. like it was, it was expensive. It was like um, a few hundred dollars and mm-hmm. she and- just paid for it. Yeah, they fronted that for us because we didn't have any cash on us because it was three in the morning. Um, They went with us to the second hospital Um, over the course of the night. They realized that I lost my shoes and they found them and brought them to us. Yeah, and and they came back multiple times to check up on you throughout Mm -hmm. that. So that was awesome. Yeah, so even though that experience was terrifying and it was terrible, um, it I don't know, in a way, I think it was positive because the locals were so helpful to us and we just have always appreciated that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not to downplay the severity of that that incident, I really love how you guys, you know, even in in such a, a serious incident, you can look back on it and and take the positives out of something and uh, and, and really say, hey, that wasn't a great situation, but you know, the experience that we had with the locals there uh, really made it as as good of a situation as it, as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Which leads me into my next uh, my next topic, which is talking about your relationship and travel. And obviously, you guys have traveled to a lot of different destinations, and obviously, you've been through a lot of different experiences together, from the highs, the lows, and everything in between. So, my next question is how how do you feel all of these different experiences? How do you feel traveling has affected your relationship together? I mean, I think traveling is one of the best things you could do in a relationship. I mean, just all the experiences and and all these hard times and, you know, good times, you just, there are things that you can't really explain to other people. And you kind of just have those moments with the person you're traveling with. And that's kind of why we started Creative Travel Couples and our Instagram accounts in the first place, just because it's such a unique uh, thing to travel with someone you care about. So, I mean, I think it's, it's made our relationship a lot stronger uh, you know, every time that I meet another couple who travels together, you kind of just know that they have a, a relationship that's, you know, very rare. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it's been awesome. So I think one of the most interesting parts about traveling together for us is the fact that you we spent 24-7 together, um, which is very different from when you're at home, you know, when you're working a job, when you're going to school. You don't actually see each other all the time. You see each other in evenings, on the weekends. Um, but something about traveling that was unique for us was getting to spend 24-7 together really for like two years in a row. Um, and I think that that is kind of a great test for a relationship because you go through everything together and um in the end, if you guys enjoy that experience, then you come out stronger. And I think that's what it was for us. But I think it's kind of a test. You know, you two spent uh, some time together while you're going to school, while you were working a job, and you've experienced that kind of lifestyle together. And then getting out on the road and being on the road 24-7 together for, for two years, as you said, um, it's, it's just a totally different lifestyle. Uh, is there... Is there anything um, that you two, like, 
you knew each other quite some time before you went traveling. Did you two learn more about each other when you were on the road 24-7? Was there still more things that you learned about each other traveling full-time together? I mean, honestly, I don't think that I... There wasn't anything... You know, a lot of people, I can see how they could see a new side of someone. But with Devin, we kind of... I feel like I knew her pretty well uh, before we started traveling. So there hasn't been anything where I'm like, wow, I never knew that side of Devin type of thing. Uh, I feel like, you know, there's nothing that's surprised me while we've been traveling. I, I definitely, the one thing about Devin, I mean, she's very laid back, which is a very uh, big benefit while we're traveling together. So, you know, it's not like she's um, done anything that surprised me. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that maybe we learned um, I feel the same way as Steven. I didn't necessarily learn anything new about him. That was hugely surprising. Um, but maybe we just kind of learned how to face certain experiences together. I think that just while we were traveling, there were a lot of obstacles that came up. Um, like we were talking about with driving, we were always facing obstacles. Um, Steven was always the one driving because I don't know how to do a, drive a stick shift. And I was always the one giving directions. And Half the time I would kind of read a map wrong and we'd end up somewhere. Uh, I, I did learn Devin's bad at directions. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I think things like that, we kind of learned, they were experiences that we had never been in together and we sort of learned how to work through those together. Um, that was basically the biggest thing I think we learned about each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking about, you know, who takes care of driving and, and directions, there's a lot that goes into a trip. Uh, planning the trip, once you get there, you know, who's taking care of getting from point A to point B, uh, booking flights, booking hotels. There's so much that goes into traveling. I want to ask you two, who takes care of what? Uh, do you guys have set, uh, tasks as in who's going to book the flights, who's going to book the hotels, who's going to plan the itinerary? Do you guys have that, uh, pretty down pat about who's going to take care of what? So when we were like doing the full time travel, we would really kind of just sit down together every few days. And, you know, like I said before, we didn't plan things too far in advance. So we'd kind of shoot to book Airbnbs and kind of map out things only a few days before we actually went ahead and did it. Uh, so it was kind of a you know combined effort to the point where sometimes I would get kind of frustrated because I would spend an entire day looking at Airbnbs and still not find one that worked for both of us. Uh, so then I just kind of say, Devin, you handle it. So Devin ended up booking a lot of the Airbnbs and hotels, uh, but I was always the one to drive and then plane tickets and, and all that other kind of uh, stuff we, we really did basically together 50-50. Yeah, I think we did a lot of it together. Um, and like Steven said, we kind of left it very flexible so that we got to um, sort of shape our trip as we went. And I think that's just something you kind of have to do when you're traveling for so long. Um, but that led to some really amazing experiences for us. Like um, the first time that we went to Bali um, was actually because when we were in New Zealand, we were hiking and we just met someone on the side of a mountain and he was kind of telling us like, oh, where are you going next? And we were like, oh, we're going to Australia. And he was like, you should catch a flight to Bali. It's not that far and it's great. And then we ended up loving it. So we kind of just um, did that all together. But I would say... Steven's more decisive and I'm more patient when it comes to travel, like travel planning. So I would sometimes find a lot of options, but then I'd let Steven make the deciding factor because I'd get a little overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. So kind of balanced out. Now, do you two have any advice for a couple out there that wants to embark on, say, a two year world uh, trip together? You know, because there's, there's so much that, um, will will test their relationship and maybe they haven't been traveling yet together do you have any advice for that type of couple uh based on your experiences i mean my advice when it comes to kind of doing long-term travel is always to just go ahead and and book a a one-way ticket um i feel like so many of my friends they kind of you know say oh i'll do it eventually eventually and then it kind of never comes Uh, So if you kind of force yourself to book something and then you start planning once you already are basically stuck doing it, um, I feel like it kind of will get people to take action 
so, you know, if there's a couple that wants to travel together, the hardest part is kind of taking the first steps. So my advice is always to just book a, a one-way ticket and then kind of plan things from there. Yeah, I think that's good advice because that was actually what Stephen did. So he came to me and he was like, you know, I really think we should go traveling. We should go travel the world. We should plan this trip. Um, and I was I was into it. I, I liked the idea. But like I said, Stephen's a bit more decisive and willing to take risks. And I had a full-time job and I was just kind of thinking through it all. And he that's what exactly what he did. He convinced me to, we booked the one-way ticket to New Zealand, you know, a month out. And I hadn't quit my job yet. We hadn't um, moved out of our apartment yet. We hadn't packed yet. We hadn't planned out the hotels or anything yet. And that ended up being the best way to do it because it just forced us to get up and go. Mm-hmm. For sure. And sometimes you just need that little uh, push that, you know, the the plane tickets booked. There's no looking back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about everything that the two of you have got going online, including creative travel couples and travel couples and uh, your new project that you got going on. But I want to start with where this all started. How did how did you guys decide to, to start these things? You know, you both have your own Instagrams, uh, personal ones. Mm-hmm. Did that come first, and then you guys decided to to create these travel couple accounts? Like, can you guys kind of give us an evolution of how this all began? Yeah, so it began with our own personal accounts, and I think it was about four or five months into our travel, uh, we were keeping pretty up to date with our own personal accounts, and then while we were in Japan. Uh, you know, we kind of realized there was all these other communities for uh, women travelers, um, outdoor travel, outdoor travel. Yeah. All these other different types of communities. And we realized there were a lot of other traveling couples, but there was nothing for a traveling couple community. So we kind of created an Instagram account, creative travel couples, uh, while we were in Japan. And then we didn't really do anything with it for a few months until we started to meet more and more travel couples. And then we kind of just got back into it um, and started kind of sharing other traveling couple experiences. And that kind of just grew from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then travel couples came after that because uh, creative travel couples, we were sharing a lot of, you know, relatively larger accounts, people that had a lot of followers already and really wanted to share smaller people, uh, people that didn't have, you know, these large followings where they were showing up in our feed, no matter what we wanted to kind of find people that were starting out. So that's kind of where travel couples came in is we wanted to share, um, you know, others traveling couples that didn't get the the big platform that creative travel couples was turning into. What kind of goes into one of these accounts where uh, you're, you're reposting other people's uh, photos. Can you give us a little rundown of, you know, choosing the right, photo or choosing the right couple to kind of uh, uh, feature on that that day that you're posting. Can you give us a little rundown about how you go into creatively picking and choosing which ones are going to be featured? Uh, Sure. Yeah, it is actually a lot more work and a longer process than I ever originally anticipated. Um, So basically, we spend a lot of time on Instagram looking through the hashtag where people submit their photos, looking through our tagged photos, our direct messages, um, other related hashtags, just like something like that. And we sort of comb through them and always looking for, first and foremost, I'm looking for a photo that just think fit our feed in terms of you know, they're a high quality photo, they have a couple in it, um, they're in a great travel destination I want people to see. And then I'm always looking for, I'd say, variety. So we want to be showcasing different destinations all around the world. Um, is it, I try to balance it between iconic places that everybody knows, like a beautiful photo in front of the Eiffel Tower with maybe um, newer destinations, trying to balance that we have kind of outdoor photos in, uh, let's say, Iceland with also more cityscapes. Um, really just trying to curate all different type of photos and experiences for people to see. So that is always inspiring different people who see it. Um, and then I think, like Stephen said, we're always looking at trying to find new traveling couples to feature. Um, we want to get to share photos from all different couples um, of different account sizes and different, you know, coming from different places, different backgrounds, just trying to get to share, I don't know, really an entire range of travel couples for to inspire people. 
Yeah, and I I never really enjoyed being in front of the camera. That's why even if you look at my feed, 99% of the pictures are Devin. <laughs> so I kind of wasn't that into building my own following, and I always liked helping other people build theirs. Um, so I actually enjoy a lot more being able to kind of help smaller accounts grow their own following by just sharing it with our, our community. Mm-hmm. It's a lot um it's a lot more enjoyable than me trying to do my own Instagram stories and things like that that I don't think I'm that good at. I think For he's sure. a little modest. But um <laughs> but yeah, so our account, um when we share our own travel photos, that's kind of more just for us for fun on our own accounts, um sharing with our friends and family and things like that. And then definitely what we enjoy the most is, you know, creative travel couples, travel couples getting to share the experiences of others. Yeah. And we've also met a ton of awesome traveling couples. Like we we talk a lot to mm-hmm. different people um through the account. Like I said, I, I saw you reached out to us on travel couples, um, and that's kind of how we connected. And sometimes, you know, creative travel couples gets a lot of messages, so it's kind of hard to go through all of those. But it's been awesome. Like we, we built a lot of relationships with other traveling couples just through these communities. Um, and a lot of people don't realize it, but like Instagram, like meeting people on Instagram, like you really can form like long term relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been one of our favorite things. Absolutely. Now, with uh, with with Instagram, it's a very you know photography heavy uh, platform. Are you two really interested in photography, or was this more about kind of uh, you know showcasing with your personal accounts, showcasing where you've been, and then creating these other accounts to kind of create a more of a community? Was was the community building aspect more uh, prevalent in your minds when creating these accounts, or was it, uh, or do you guys really uh, enjoy the photography? So. I really enjoy photography. Um, you know, I even do it for some clients uh, when we do marketing stuff. And that's kind of how why I got into Instagram in the first place, because it's basically all, you know, photography and videography content sharing. Um, so I love photography, but I realized that while we were traveling, I would spend way too much time paying attention to getting the perfect photo. Uh, and that's kind of why I want to take a step back from focusing on my feed and then because I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to me caring way too much about how things look. And, you know, I feel like most people aren't like that. So a lot of people that are traveling and they're, they're building their own accounts, uh, they can take a photo and then just completely pay attention to the moment they're in. Whereas I couldn't do that. So I kind of took a step back from, uh, photographing things just to post to Instagram. And now when I, when I do go to these locations, I do still take photos. I do um, a lot of photography still, but I don't, you know, focus solely on sharing it to the platform. Uh, And that's kind of why, you know, creative travel couples and travel couples has been great because we can share couples experiences who are, you know, paying attention to all these details. And it's a lot of work that goes into posting to social media and keeping up with it. Um, so we kind of switched gears in terms of what we were focusing on. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, the reason why we started in the first place was to build the community of traveling couples because there are so many of them out there. And I don't think a lot of people realize that like so many traveling couples, I mean, like just, just building this together has kind of shown us how many, you know, people love to travel and what better way to do it than with someone you care about. So. Now, uh, looking back uh, from the beginning, you know, starting these Instagram accounts, if this is kind of an out there question, but if Instagram did not exist, would there be a different platform that you two would be working to create this the same kind of community? Uh, and, and what platform would you choose if you were to, if Instagram didn't exist, what platform would you choose to try to build this community? Or did this community kind of, uh, evolve from your love of photography and your love of sharing on Instagram? I, I'm not actually sure. So I think that it did evolve from 
our love of photography. Like Stephen said, he's always been interested in photography, and uh, we enjoyed doing that together while we were traveling. And so that's kind of how it all started by then looking at Instagram and um, looking at other traveling couple photos and realizing other people were doing it too, and we were inspired by that, and we wanted to be able to feature and share those photos and kind of create the community behind that. Um, but I do think that if Instagram didn't exist, I probably would have been drawn to something else. Um, I'm just not sure what it would have been because I don't know what platform would have been most popular. Instagram, while we were traveling, has always by far been my favorite. Um, so I, mean, I think I think I would focus on a blog because you know traveling with Devin and traveling as a couple, there's so many kind of benefits to traveling together. Like we tend to stay in Airbnbs where we can cook all our own food and we end up saving so much money by doing that more so than if we were to book two separate like single beds in a hostel. Um, there's just all these benefits you can get from traveling together. Mm -hmm. And there really aren't that many websites at all dedicated to kind of showing you how you can gain those benefits. Um, so I, I would personally focus on, on kind of building a blog and we've even tried doing that. Um, we just have so many things going on, uh, but just creating content for traveling couples to allow them to really go out and travel more. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I would focus on. Yeah. I I agree with that. I think that's what we'd be doing. But like Steven said, right now, we just never really find the time for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So branching out from Instagram, uh, you guys have a, a website for creative travel couples, creativetravelcouples.com. And like you said, you were working on, on blog posts, but obviously you get very busy and uh, some things take the, the back burner when you get really busy. And uh, you also have a Facebook account. What kind of, what went into the decision to kind of branch out away from Instagram, um, not necessarily away from Instagram, but to create these other kind of um, online presences for creative travel couples and for travel couples. Why did you guys choose to create a website, to create a blog, and to create a Facebook uh, page around it? I think that it was kind of at the beginning when you're... Um you come up with this idea of creative travel couples and then you start to go, okay, well, what do we do with this? And I think that's what happened where we were like, okay, let's create a Facebook page. Let's create an Instagram page. And you kind of create all the different components and then you're looking at it and you're like, well, now what? Um, and so we just kind of played around with it. And then Instagram is really where we found the most growth, where we found people really connecting with it. And that's just kind of how that grew. And we really started to focus on that. Um, but I think that that's sort of where it started, where in the beginning we were kind of like, well, what all could we do with it? Um, where components could this be? And then sort of put them all together and started seeing where we wanted to focus. Um, but in terms of our blog and our website, that's always been something I've wanted to give more focus. And I just haven't really gotten there yet. So, yeah, I'm, maybe in the future I'll do more do more with that. But right now, Instagram has been our focus, mostly because that's where we've just seen the most interaction we've um, seen people sort of get the most out of that and so we've sort of put our time there and when did you guys like when was it from the point starting the instagram account uh to whenever it was that you guys figured you know what you might have something going here like this community is really engaging with us really engaging with one another on these photos like how long did that kind of take before that kind of settled in and, and you realized that there's something building here i think it was when it passed my own personal account and followers is when i said i think we have something you know going on with, with the type of community that's out there because i spent basically a year trying to build, you know, my own following. And I spent so many hours editing photos and, and things like that. And then we kind of started creative travel couples and then it just got so much interaction. And, and there's just such a, you know, big community out there where people were wanting to be part of it. Um, so I think once we passed my own personal following, I kind of shifted focus to creative travel couples. Um, and then, Travel Couples is, is only a few months old, actually. So and that's been, you know, continuing to grow too relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't I don't think there's a particular number, a particular time. Even looking back on it, you know, when we had our smaller following, looking at accounts with 100,000 followers to us was a, a huge amount. And now we're almost at like 250,000 followers and no, we're almost at 300,000 followers. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's all relative, I guess. You kind of just go go with it and watch it kind of branch out yeah but i definitely think what inspired us was sort of um 
others' reactions to it and seeing that there were so many people who were traveling as a couple who wanted to tag us in their photos, wanted to comment on them, wanted to talk to each other, and wanted to sort of interact with each other. Um, yeah, and we realized, too, like a lot of the, I mean, in my opinion, one of the best ways to grow a social media following is by getting shared by other larger accounts. Mm-hmm. And when we were trying to grow our own personal following, um, you know, we would get shared by by a few accounts, you know, like beautiful destinations, like these larger accounts. Um, but it was, there's so many people that are engaging with them that it's very hard to get noticed. So that, like, that's why creative travel couples is so great because, you know, there are only so many travel couples compared to the millions and millions and millions of people that are posting travel photos. So we get a lot more narrow kind of interactions and we can share those photos with our large audience. Right. Yeah. It creates like a closer sense of community or thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that was the most important thing for us was really like finding a niche. Mm-hmm. And do you two have a favorite travel couple out there that you just love sharing their photos? I know it might be hard to just choose one, but is there one that really stands out that, you know what, you really enjoy their photos? I mean, in my, like, I think that I really like everyone's photos. There's the only thing I can think of is Explorosaurus. I think every photo they post is just is share worthy. Um, so I, I would say that they're probably in terms of like if I could pick one account. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many other travel couples that are just posting beautiful. I, I could name off like I mean, really. Yeah, that's the problem. Like if you, I, I, I could name off every one of them. I know. Yeah. As soon as you start naming one, you start thinking, like, oh, well, they have amazing things. And I think it's in terms of um, one thing I love about getting to run creative travel couples, getting to follow all these travel couples, um, was really starting to see how unique they are and um, all the different things they bring to it. So there's, like, different accounts that I love for different reasons. Um, one of them is Wanderin' 2. Um, and they're such a great couple. They're really funny and following their stories, like um, – Jamie, he's Scottish, and he's always doing these really funny stories about where they're traveling, and they're really cute together. So that's just one example of um, there's all these different travel couples on our account that I love following for different reasons, and I love getting to see, like, all their photos. And really, I think everyone kind of – and a lot of different couples will end up, you know, finding – new destinations or new ways to share destinations that um, you've seen some of their photos and you're like, okay, these are, you know, these are cool. These are cool. And then all of a sudden they post one. And you're like, that was amazing. Wow. I re- I've never seen that destination like shown in that way. And I loved it. So getting to see everyone's unique perspectives, it's kind of hard for me to pick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always like, uh, you know, new and emerging accounts that are coming up and you mentioned uh, wandering to Jamie and Ivana. We just had them on the show a few episodes ago. Really, really awesome couple and, and really funny for sure. Love following their story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you guys are, are starting to take on more projects and uh, you guys have Robins coming out uh, shortly in the summer. Uh, Robins.com for those who want to check it out when it does launch. Um, let's start with why did you guys decide to create a kind of product line uh, aimed at travel couples? I think the main reason we did it was because, you know, like I was saying before, there's so many benefits of traveling with your significant other. And there's so many things we wish we had that would have made our lives easier while we were traveling. So that's kind of, you know, what inspired us to start a product line. And, you know, there really isn't anything out there for traveling couples in terms of travel accessories or, or anything that makes a travel experience better. Um, so that's kind of what we've been focusing on. And we also want to kind of continue the whole, you know, travel couple community type of concept. Like I said before, I think it's, uh, you know, a pretty rare experience to find your significant other enjoys travel as much as you. So those relationships are very special. And I wanted to kind of continue to bring people together that get to share those, you know, experiences together. Mm-hmm. Now, what can we, can we get a little uh, sneak peek or can you guys give us a little, uh, like what, what will we find in Robins.com when we go there, when it, when it launches? So basically we looked at creating products that I think we were first inspired by, by what we would have wanted while we were traveling um, and what could have made travel couples' lives easier. Um, and the first product that we're launching is actually a travel wallet. Um, it is 
a travel wallet for women, the first one, but it's kind of designed with a couple in mind where it has all these different features for, I know that I find I'm always carrying Stevens things while we're traveling. Um, and we kind of incorporated that into the wallet. So we're really excited about that. I think that it's going to be, um, a unique product that we designed really carefully in order to kind of make people's lives more fun and functional while they're traveling. Nice. And with, with all this work that's going into this, like you guys are, you guys are actually designing these things, correct? Yeah. So that's been one of the biggest hurdles is that a lot of, um, you know, online e-commerce entrepreneurs you hear about, the majority of them are kind of just ordering things that are already made and then shipping them out to customers. Whereas, like I said, there really isn't anything for traveling couples. So everything we've been doing is legitimately brand new designs. Uh, I had to learn about molding and all these things that I never thought I'd have to learn about. So they're, yeah, they're, they're 100% new and authentic. And it's been, it's been a very interesting experience learning about the entire process of actually creating something new. So it's been very uh, fulfilling though. We've actually really liked doing it. Yeah. I think that's been the most exciting part of the project is getting to um, kind of think through the features that you know, we think would be most functional getting to see that come to life. Um, every aspect of that, we just loved getting to see. Mm-hmm. With this project, I'm sure you guys have lots on your plate now to, to keep you busy. Um, is this is this something that you guys will continue to do when you're traveling? Or is this more so when you guys go out traveling, you try to enjoy yourselves, and then when you come back home to your home base, then you go, uh, you know, both feet to the ground, uh, uh, just focusing on this how do you handle the, all this workload i think that's kind of we're going to kind of combine it i think that when we travel it, it all ties into the brand anyway you know traveling couples um if we're out traveling we'll be kind of still working on it type of thing uh with this type of stuff it's really not possible at the moment to kind of just leave it behind go travel for a few weeks and come back and pick it back up so this thing is basically kind of consumed our lives over the last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even when we go to France, we're still going to be, I'm going to be looking at warehouses and things like that. So uh, it's it's kind of just, you know, working together, travel and, and building this brand. Yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest thing we're um, working on finding right now is the balance. And um, that's something we definitely look for when we're traveling. Even when we're traveling for work, we're always trying to uh, make sure we get to fit in both aspects of it because you're like, well, I'm in Hong Kong. I know I'm here for work, but I'm also in Hong Kong and I want to get to, you know, see another side of the city, experience another part of it, eat something delicious. So we're kind of always trying to fit both of it in. We didn't touch on this before we started talking about it, but where did the name Robins come from? So it actually came from our favorite place. One of our favorite places in terms of like beauty is province uh like the lavender fields of province uh and we we did about a two three week road trip through all the beautiful lavender fields last time we were in france so we were trying to come up with names that inspired us as a traveling couple and that experience together kind of just made sense to us so when i went to go see if the domain name province was available i accidentally forgot the p and it turned it to province mm-hmm. and i said this sounds pretty good so that's kind of uh, that's kind of how it started. Yeah, I think that um, we definitely thought it was one of kind of the most romantic places in the world that we'd gotten to travel to together. And like mm-hmm. Stephen said, the name just sort of flowed from there. Excellent. We'll definitely be looking out for this when it launches. Do you have a uh, specific date yet when it might launch? Or do you guys have a, a time frame? When can we kind of look out We're for it? We're shooting for the beginning or middle of August. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up pretty soon. Um but that's kind of our, our set date that we have right now. Yes, yeah, so we have a very busy month ahead. And I want to ask you guys one more question before we end this interview. And that is, before starting this lifestyle, um, there's a lot of things that you wish you may have known, possibly. Uh, the, when I talk about this lifestyle, I'm talking about everything that goes into a travel lifestyle and for you to, you know, creating content online while you're on the road and uh, obviously coming back to your home base, this kind of lifestyle that you two have created, is there one thing you would wish you had known before starting this type of lifestyle together? So for me personally, it's to figure out how to exercise abroad because it's been very difficult, um, you know, staying healthy while you're traveling so much. 
So if there's one thing I wish I knew, it would be to kind of come up with a fitness plan, uh, whatever. You know, Amazon sells a lot of kind of resistant bands um, for exercise. So I kind of would have prepared better for that whole situation of not being able to go to a gym on a regular basis. That's a good one, because that was something that Stephen definitely struggled with when we first started traveling. He's very healthy. He's actually much better at it than me. And so we kind of had to evolve how we traveled in order to be able to, you know, cook healthy meals, stay in places a little bit longer so we could go to a gym, things like that. But the number one thing for me, and this might sound small, is um, looking at travel rewards. We kind of didn't think about it at all when we first started traveling. And I would say it's my biggest regret in terms of looking at, you know, a lot of people use um, travel credit cards or they fly certain airlines all the time so that they can do travel rewards programs. And we just didn't even think about it when we first started traveling. We were just, you know, kind of booking whichever flight, staying in whichever hotel, um, just kind of going with the flow, which I think ended up creating a great trip. But now that I sit, you know, on two years of travel, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I want to start taking advantage of some of the reward programs. So that's the number one thing that I wish I had already started earlier. Amazing, amazing advice, you two. And thank you so much. And there you have it, Stephen and Devin, sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to our guests. Guys, thank you so much for joining me in this past hour and talking about travel. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been awesome. It was really fun. It's our favorite topic. So. Yes, and I just want to hand the floor over to the two of you. Let our audience know where they can check you out online, where's the best way to reach out to you, and anything else you want to leave them with. Well, um, so I think Creative Travel Couples on Instagram is our number one um, community that we're always on. But then we've, like Stephen said, been growing travel couples on Instagram as well. Um, but you can also, when you go on those accounts, also email us from there if you want to co- get in contact with us. And we're always checking that. And then we're really excited about Robin. So like we said, that'll be launching in a month. And you can find that at robins.com. Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 66. That's this episode, episode 66. Show notes page. Learn more about everything that Stephen and Devin have got going on over there at Creative Travel Couples and Robins and all their other projects. Leave a comment on the page. We'll be sure to get back to you. And if you haven't done so, please subscribe to this podcast leave us a review it really helps us get this into other people's ears and get this out there so that we can get more guests on this show we'll be sure to consistently deliver you an episode every wednesday this is mike pletz and natalie hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide